0: Hey everybody, it's your girl Nikki Washington. Welcome to another episode of Let Me Find Out. It is the last episode of 2020 as we head into the Christmas uh week. I think it's two weeks away, right? Yeah, two weeks away. Oh my goodness, Christmas is coming soon, but we're getting ready to head into that holiday. And so this will be the last episode of Let Me Find Out for the year. We will be back toward the middle end of January, bringing you content that you can use. I hope you guys have been enjoying these little bite-sized nuggets of Let Me Find Out. You know, normally we keep our podcast about 30 minutes and we have all of this, you know, what I call, uh, I don't even think it's like high level. It's really, really basic, but we have like little edits and we have segments and stuff. But because I've been on the road, I've been doing like this like strip down, consider it a an homage to like MTV Unplugged Days. You know when they used to strip the artist down and have nothing but the acoustics and the vocals. That's what this is. This is unplugged. This is stripped down. This is without Final Cut Pro. This is just me on the road giving you content that you can use in bite-sized nuggets. So if you are new to the podcast, first of all, I want to say thank you so much for joining us. Do me a favor hit that subscribe button. Let your girl know it's real. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And if you are a vet and OG at day one, thank you so much for coming back. Thank you for always supporting. Thank you for holding your girl down. I truly, truly appreciate it. So without further ado, without any more semantics, I'm going to get into the topic. Now, I have been talking about friendship. That's right, friendship. I think friendship is one of those things that a lot of us By default, think we know how to do, but maybe you learn over time that you there's ways that you can be a better friend. I know for me, I um, grew up, you know, with a household full of siblings, so you have built-in friends there. And then when you go to school, and you're, you know, you make friends that way. And I remember, I was always the one that was not intentional about making friends; it just kind of happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you get what I'm saying. Like you in high school, and people just kind of gravitate towards you, or you just end up. Sitting by somebody and I end up like you it wasn't this intentional friend grab. But what I have learned is as you get older, you really have to be a lot more intentional with um how you invest in people. Uh really just uh cultivating healthy connections. And I'm I'm so blessed, man. Listen, when I say blessed, I was just telling one of my friends earlier today that um I'm in a space where I really have some quality people around me. And whether we talk every day or we talk a few times a year, it's just like solid connections, no cracks, and they can count on me in the clutch. And I know I can count on them in the clutch. And I just, I value that. So I think it has come though with making sure that you're intentional about building, making sure you're intentional about being there for people in ways that matter to them. And just really making sure that you are overall a good friend. So I'm going to talk about for a very... um pointed uh, perspective of what it means to be a friend. Of course, I love using different articles that I find. So I'll be citing an article today from Psychology Today. Um, but before I do, I took a survey and y'all had a whole lot to say. Listen, y'all had a lot, a lot to say. <laughs> and I was here for every single second of it. I appreciate y'all's feedback. I love when we get to interact on different social media platforms. So I took a survey for anyone that doesn't know what I'm talking about. I took a survey uh, via Instagram story. Um, and I asked what makes a good friend to you, and so many people had so much to say. I could not post everyone's, but I posted as many as I can. And then two, I'm one of those weird people that I don't like like a gazillion little dots of my in my Insta stories. So if I feel like I have like thirty thousand stories. I like trim the fat just so that it could be like a clean, concise thing. It's so weird. I know that's my little weird button. I do the same thing with my page. Like I like to post funny stuff or lighthearted stuff, but then I might remove it or like modify it just. Because I love seeing uh, a clean stream. I don't know why. I'm just weird that way. But anyway, so like it is the same with my Insta story, um, I didn't post everyone. Or I might have temporarily posted some, not because I didn't like yours as much as anyone else's. Please don't charge it to my heart. It really is because I feel like sometimes people in general don't want to see a thousand you know, responses. So I was trying to honor people's response, but at the same time, honor the people's time who tap through buttons and are like, ooh, that's a lot of stories. Nevertheless, y'all had a lot to say. So I want to share some of the highlights of what, um, what y'all had to say. So again, the question I asked was, what makes someone a good friend in your opinion? So we had one person say someone who is uh, non-judgmental, supportive, there for you at your best and worst. Definitely rock with that. Someone else said someone who is loyal, direct, honest, um, consistent. And they basically was, and you know, what consistent and direct and honest. Those things are highly important, which I was 100 percent here for. Hello. Someone else said, uh, what makes a good friend is someone who will bring to our attention um, when they're falling short of your potential. And tell me that ain't the truth. Like, listen, you got to have a friend that's going to be help you be accountable. Keep it all the way 100 with you and really show you um, how to rise to the occasion, if at all possible, in your life. So I think that's awesome. Uh, someone else said, <laughs> adding my profile to their Netflix account. Listen, y'all your girl didn't know this was a real thing. So I was like, well, wait a minute. All my friends know about this and I didn't know. I was like, see, I, I, I've been slipping on my game. But yeah, no, I thought that was a really good uh point. I thought that was funny. Uh Someone else said, being trustworthy and keeping your word. It was a lot of that um, trustworthiness, keeping your word, making sure that you are transparent, someone who's in your corner and not a yes man. So everybody had a lot to say. Overall, I thought it was really, really good. Um, and I think most of us can identify what it means to be a good friend, right? We know what it feels like and what we like to feel on the receiving end of a friendship. Um, but I also love that this article on psychology today talked about, um, what it means to really um, be a good friend, but also uh, how to avoid being a bad friend. Um, of course, we talk about how the Bible says, uh, if if you want to have friends, you must first show yourself friendly. That's a Nikki Washington version, right? Um, but they were talking about things that kill friendship in this article. And I think that's important to know, because I don't know that people always know when they're not being such a good friend or where there's areas for growth. So the article who was I mean, it was written, I think, by. Let's see. Let me go back. Barton uh, Goldsmith. He's a Ph.D. in uh, emotional fitness. Is that a a degree category? Maybe that's just his title. I hope that's just his title, because if they even have degrees in emotional fitness, I need to go back to school because this is very interesting. (laughs) Nevertheless, he talks about um, reliability being a cornerstone of a good friendship and knowing that you can call on someone who will be there for you and know that they have your back and how empowering that is. I think for me, if I'm super transparent, y'all, uh, someone who is reliable and consistent is like, it is, I won't, if not my number one, it is right up there with loyalty because, like, I know everybody has like their triggers, right? Everything that kind of makes them rub the wrong way. And so for me, one of the things that is an immediate red flag is flakiness. If I can't depend on someone to keep their word, if I can't depend on someone, and I'm not talking about like, we all have moments where we're flaky or we forget something or it's like my bad. But I mean, like if, if I see consistent patterns of, I can't rely on you to do what you say you're going to do or come through and something like, it could be something very basic, but if you proven to be an Inconsistent person, the nine times out of 10, I might think you're a great person, but it doesn't, it means I can't bring you into my inner inner circle because you, it's not a stable foundation. And for me, in my mind, that signals red flag. So that's one for me. For some people, they don't mind if friends are inconsistent. They have friends that are inconsistent, but they need someone who's going to be really, really um, loyal. And so that's a real big hot button for them as it is for me. So I think everybody has those have those excuse me, everyone has those things. Let me get my words together. Um, that trigger them, uh, and say, hm, this might not be a good friend or best fit for my life as As well as everyone has those moments where you say, you know what, this person has attributes that I like that might make them a good friend for my life. So I think some ways that you can be a good friend is being consistent. Some ways that friendship shows up in an uh, uh, unhealthy ways when people are, for me anyway, inconsistent or um, not reliable. The article then goes on to talk about envy and how uh, envy will kill a friendship. So, again, we've heard about from all of you some ways that we think it is uh, possible to be a good friend. But I want to talk on the flip side. And so the first one, again, they're talking about being inconsistent. Those are some things that um, are signs that someone might not be a good friend. Then they talk about friends that are envious. Um, I honestly think if someone is is envious, t- that's, that's really not a friend. Like, I feel like friends cheer you on. They want the best for you. They don't want what you have. I don't think you can be a true friend to someone if you secretly envy what they have and who they are. I think you can admire and aspire and um, really support, but just envy, I think, is rooted in a lot of ungodly things. And so the article goes on to say, Envy will kill a friendship and so will jealousy. Your friend may have everything you think you want, but if you are green with envy, your friend will sense that something's out of sync in your relationship. So uh, count your blessings, which you should include excuse me, count your blessings, which should include having a friend who inspires you to achieve your goals. So again, we just stated that I think when you see envy in a friendship, that is a huge red flag and something to be really either taken head on if you feel like the friendship is worth salvaging or keeping, kept, excuse me, I don't know what's wrong with me tonight, probably because i don't been working all day, I'm tired, y'all. But anyway, those things should be kept at a distance because I have discovered the moment someone um, is jealous of you or envies you, uh soon after there's a period where people start to pick apart because um, kind of to make you uh, equivalent or, or uh, dumb you down or try to deduce you to make it seem like, um, how can I say it? There's an attempt to deduce who you are, diminish who you are, because it makes them feel better about themselves. I'll say it that way. I had the words, but I felt like what I was about to say was a little too harsh. I had to soften that thing. (laughs) Nevertheless, so yeah, you don't want people around you that are jealous of you. You want people around you that will champion you um, and encourage you in all that God is doing in your life as you would do them. Um, Next, let's see what else they have to say about a healthy friendship and unhealthy. Um, They also talk about... um, Friends being your bedrock, meaning they can really be a true um, source of strength and a pillar that you can lean on. Um, But they say that it becomes unhealthy. When you have moments where you uh, become codependent, codependent, excuse me, of friendships, which is an actual real thing, you can become uh, so engulfed in being friends and connected with someone that you rely on them too much, forgetting that God is your ultimate source, and He just brings friends in our lives to encourage and uplift us, and to sharpen us, and to uh, really have fellowship. So, I think that's important. Let's see uh, the third thing that I want to talk about in this article, which I thought was good and I thought was worth mentioning, was. Uh, making sure that as a true friend, no matter what, um, you are really, really honest with each other, that you're really, really transparent. Um, I think that goes back to. to- reliability in that I need to be able to rely on you to tell me the truth, even when it hurts. Um, A lot of friendships will diminish because we allow our friends to live in a false sense of reality, um, not holding our friends accountable, not being uh, sound voices, even when it's uncomfortable. I'm of the mindset of this. I would rather... Uh, tell my friend that there's a brick wall ahead, then allow my friend to smash to a brick wall because I didn't want to hurt their feelings or I didn't want to um, rub them the wrong way. Like I'm that friend that I'm going to affirm you and encourage you and love you right where you are. But if you are looking for me to to um, stroke an ego or if you're looking for me to um, never ever talk about the, the downside of, of our humanity, then I'm probably not the friend for you because I'm going to tell you, honestly, I'm going to give you soberly with, with love and truth and grace, but it's going to be straight down the middle because I want the same thing for my life. I would hate to be in a state of, um, I would hate to be in a state of, of just a brokenness or a place of, um, not seeing myself clearly or, um, living in a, a false sense of reality. And my friends see me in that place and not say, hey, Nikki, come on up a little bit higher. Hey, Nikki, here's an invitation to grow because I see a growth area that's needed in your life. I think that's healthy and balanced. Like my cousin said on my store tonight, she don't want a yes man. And I agree. I don't need a yes person, but I do need balance. Now, on the flip side, sometimes people who say they don't need a yes man really want somebody to abuse them because that's the only way they feel like, you know, they, they get better, like talking crazy to people. I'm not that person either. I don't want a friend that's always just is a curtain, blunt and crass in their communication. I believe everything in truth and in love and in balance. Um, I think those things help us to be good friends. So we know what good friends are, but I think some of the ways that we can make sure that we're not bad friends, again, like the article sites, making sure that we're not flaky with our friends, true friends really just stick through all things and really have your back and are really there for you when you need them. Um, so I think make sure you don't envy your friends or you're not jealous of your friends, really supporting and encouraging and asking God to touch your heart if you feel like you have some things in there um, along those lines that are just not like God. And, you know, overall, I really think it's just important to make sure that we um, are honest with our friends, that we uh, love them and that we give them balance, wise counsel, that we are that multitude of counsel that they can find safety in. So I hope this little quick nuggets and tip Tidbits helped. We are right at the fifteen-minute mark, so I am going to uh, end this podcast before I stumble over any more words. <laughs> I have just had a very long day, but I want to give you this content that I thought that you can use. Hey, I hope you have an amazing new year. I pray that God's blessings overtake you. We know that nothing changes with the calendar if we don't change. So I pray that God inspires you to really uh, grow and change and move. In him, toward a greater purpose, toward a uh, more uh, pointed purpose, I'll say, uh, basically to a place of, of wholeness and happiness, and um, that you tend to focus on what is right and what is healthy and what is um, a good report. So I hope that this year uh, to come is a blessing. I don't know about you, but my year started a while ago, and it has been amazing. And so I hope you have an amazing. Next 365. And as always, if you need to connect with me on any social media, you can do that at Nick, N-I-K-K, last name Washington, and wherever you're logged on and I'll be glad to reply. And until next year, you are listening to Let Me Find Out.